Welcome back to the Process Podcast. Welcome everybody back. And today, my good friend Gary Carapetian is with us. Gary is an award-winning filmmaker, director, producer, actor, everything going on. He's been featured on Indie Magazine, and he's made films like All I See, Broken Soul, Checkmate on Ice, and has an amazing presence on the ice rink. Gary, how are you doing, man? Doing great. You know, pleasure to be here. Um, really excited to share some of my stories with you all and a journey of becoming a filmmaker and continuing that. Well, I mean, to, to jump right into it, I know, I know, I mean, you were telling, you've told me a lot of behind the scenes of what's going on, but I know some of your projects have been on delay. I know that, you know, COVID kind of shook things up a little bit, but, but how does it, I mean, how does it feel as a filmmaker for all that type of stuff to happen and, you know, kind of the creative, like have the creative, the creative spirits gone away? What's going on with that? It's, it's absolutely devastating. You know, as a filmmaker, you have certain goals and you have certain ideas and uh, a flow that comes through naturally, but yet, you know, unfortunately we've come to pretty, pretty, pretty bad halt uh, with all the projects we've been trying to get. Uh, We've been short staffed on, um, you know, crew. We've, uh, budget has been an issue. It's been harder to uh, get locations to film. But nevertheless, um, we are still continuing to trying to, you know, make it happen. Uh, Our goal is, you know, to finish the product and uh, we're just gonna keep it going. You know, because why the true passion is what keeps it going. You need to love what you do. And this is one of the things that I love. So with going along with that, what I guess, what made you go into filmmaking? What what was your what from what did that passion come from to make you uh, go after that uh, passion? Yeah, Um, usually it's when you have certain morals or ideas and stories you want to share with the audience. Um, ever since I was young, I've, I've always had that, you know, entertaining aspect of me. I've always loved making people happy, you know, messing with people's emotions, not in a bad way, but <laughs> um, trying to really teach them a lesson and, you know, trying to teach them morals. Uh, I feel like a, a lot of, uh, of our society kind of, needs these things you know to keep them going uh so that they learn something and even see an another aspect of what other people think regarding certain uh storylines and ideas and the the best way to really connect with the audience is through cinematography um sound filmmaking and story super important and that's the natural flow of it all you know it all comes through 
you have certain experiences that kind of motivate you to come up with a storyline, to connect with the audience. And that's how you get people to, you know, be interested in them when they're actual storylines. You know, you talk to other people and you say, hey, this story actually happened to this friend, to a friend of mine. And, and you kind of want to get that out there. And the way you do for me is I'd always get that and I would um, uh, modify. You have to modify a story that you've had and make it kind of fit into a film. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's about your true, you know, you know, experiences you've had around uh, inspirations you've, you've gotten from other people and even in your lifestyle. Wow, that's well, that's an answer. That's an amazing answer. <laughs> but so, go tailing off of that. When you say story, you're talking about storytelling and cinematography, and also teaching morals. Is it more of a just trying to show a perspective that someone can go along with or keep in mind after watching? Like, I mean, that's what I've gotten from watching a few of your short films, and it's I get that vibe off of it in the sense of like not that. I'm pushing something onto you, but more of a, like a perspective to keep in mind uh, because of something I've seen, or, you know, that was a part of the writing. Everybody has their own perspective. Uh, and you get to see that um, different people are going to interpret the film in different ways. And that's the whole beauty of art, right? You know, some person, someone might, might think of it. Wow. You know, this was, this is actually quite fantastic. But, you know, someone might not think that. And, and that's natural, right? That's for, that's for everything. Um, but in regards to one of our films, usually we try to make it clear, uh, more or less our side and our perspective. We do have you kind of thinking. I have worked on a couple of films and, and they're completely different from each other with, uh, with the whole uh, writing aspect of it. One of them is a drama and that drama kind of gets you thinking. Um, uh, all, uh, the Broken Soul was one of the ones that kind of gets you thinking as to, oh, wow, how did this come together? You know, uh, what did the audience think? But in regards to Checkmate on Ice, it's a pretty clear, straight on, like, moral that's just there. So that one is kind of a little bit more different than the, the style of The Broken Soul that was written. But all I see, on the other hand, is another horror. So it, it definitely does have that aspect of, you know, kind of making you think, you know, what is what is actually happening or what just happened kind of thing. But ultimately, it, I would say that one is more kind of a, a mix of a broken stole and checkmate on ice style of writing. It might be a little complicated for people to understand, but um, if you definitely watch it, uh, you'll get to see, you'll get to kind of feel um, what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's it's really hard to uh, express uh, and like kind of tell you, whereas you have to kind of see it with your own eyes and hear that. Uh, so you'll be able to understand exactly. Um, but I would say is definitely to just to I do agree with you on that. Everybody, you know, that entire perspective aspect, everybody's going to have different um, perspectives towards the films. And um, it's good to kind of see 
what other people think, you know, what people think. That's how I get a feedback regarding, you know, my films. And that's how I um, improve. Which, which I think is, is powerful. That's because from watching all I see the broken soul checkmate on ice and the others, like one thing I see clearly is like, there's clearly some sort of planned out writing in the sense of, it's not just you guys just going and improv and all this. There's like a clear story and there's a clear goal of what you guys want to be delivered. So, you know, you're, you know, you've been in the writer's chair, you've been in the director's chair, producer, actor, whatever. You're like, you're like the guy, you're like uh, Will Ferrell from Semi-Pro where you're player, uh, owner and coach. But uh, how, what is it like creating a multi-scene script and being in the writer's chair? You know, I got to be honest with you, man. Um, the the most difficult part of filmmaking is the writing. Hmm. It really is. Using the right words. And personally, I got to be honest with you. I've wrote, yes, I've wrote a couple of films or shorts that I've worked on, but I am not a writer. Um, I'm more of the, I would say I'm more of the director and producer. Hmm. Uh, or the actually having the vision from the director's chair and as from the producer's chair, organizing and getting the right people on board to help your vision come to reality. Um, but writing in just to speak of kind of writing, um, you know, with this, with the way it goes, you know, I've worked with a lot of writers and some, everyone has a different style. For some people, you know, it takes time for them to develop a story. It'll take them a couple of months or even years uh, to, to sit and write a story and write a film, a script. But for me, I'm that kind of person where, where I get an idea. I got it flowing. I got to start writing. I have this much time. I got to get it going. Because the moment I kind of stop and kind of relax a bit, I'll, I'll, I go like, oh, you know, I'll just wait until see what, what other ideas I can get, uh, kind of get the flow going. No, that's just going to put an end and it's going to lag it. And you're not going to pretty much finish it. It's going to take you forever. For me, when I start a film, I try to write the script in three weeks, three weeks. And I say we work 12 hours, for, for, uh, I would say 12 to 16 hours a day writing 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 uh, you go to bed and you're still thinking about that film the first thing you wake up is about the storyline oh my god what can i do what can i change so it's fun it's challenging but you know <laughs> it's not for everyone it's not for everyone and i would say it's it's not really for me either um because i'm a better director than i am a writer I've won directing awards, but I haven't won writing awards. <laughs> um, so what? Is, but, so, oh, go ahead. Yeah. So what? What's that like? What is it like being? I mean, if you have one position, you at least know that. Okay, in my mind, this is what I'm doing. This is my right. role. But with you, it's like, and I, you know, I'm sure a lot of filmmakers go through this in the beginning. Is just like you know, you kind of have to be producer you have to be director you have to be multiple things at one time what is it like taking uh, putting on different hats whenever you're on set or whenever you're even planning for uh, a film like this yeah absolutely it's very stressful and it's very common in uh, people who don't have enough budget 
to to produce to create it's just overall um having different responsibilities on set is very challenging because not only you have to think about uh you know your story from the directors and the writer side but production is where you know the actual business uh of the film you know trying to get the right people together and you're ultimately really in i mean you are in charge yes but the director is the one in charge at this you know on set but the producer is the one in charge of the overall uh production so ultimately you know even being an actor so i there have been cases that i had to be you know directing a scene and then getting people together on board and then it's like okay gary you got to get to your zone you got to get into your character because time is ticking we don't have all day <laughs> so it's definitely challenging it really is um there was a time where you know we were we were almost like we were an hour past our time and usually the more as a director first assistant director usually will plan out the entire you know timing and the, um um the call sheet and so on so everybody kind of knows from this time to this you know this is what we're going to be doing this is the scene we're going to be shooting but there was a time where we went past and we we had no choice but to keep going because if we didn't we weren't going to finish the film whose responsibility is that the producer to start communicating with everyone and you know asking them to you know negotiating with them that hey please you know this is what we have to do to to get it done there's definitely some stuff that happens behind the curtains uh and you know you uh, you know you as an audience might not see that challenge because you're just watching the film but we do everything we can to make it happen we we face so many challenges and that's just one of them that's just a very small challenge there was a time where we actually had to cancel an entire day oh because of one of our uh crew members uh not crew members sorry one of our cast members um got an allergic reaction oh my and imagine gosh. all that funding for that day kind of going down the drain and having to postpone and get everyone together on an additional day to make sure that we get that film but hey Dude, it's that's... you got to be ready for it you know you can't you go in thinking this is what we're going to do you have a plan you have it from a to z i promise you it's not going to be like that there's going to be times where you're going to be faced with so many difficulties you you're pretty much on your on your feet and you got to think you got to think fast so um so yeah i so the vibe that i'm getting at is that i mean from what you're saying is the script strict you guys are you guys have to stick to it that's what keeps the keeps things but everything else outside of it you don't know what's going to happen like an allergic reaction absolutely absolutely wow that man so what what's been i guess some of the struggles and hurdles that you've had to find in you know in your acting and filmmaking career so far you know um i think the most difficult you know as an independent filmmaker is getting getting the right budget to work with because if you don't have the budget then you have multiple people 
you know, having multiple responsibilities on set. And that can get very stressful. And, you know, when you have a lot on your plate, sometimes it could get chaotic. So you want to make sure to have the right budget. That's been the biggest struggle we've had. The biggest struggle. Trying to get, you know, those people to make sure that everybody uh, has one responsibility, unlike multiple. That's one. Um, and challenge also is, you know, again, going, going into the budget, you might, let's just say I have a film, I have an idea, I can make this work with a very small budget. So let's just say a, um, it's a, for example, this is just an example, $30,000 budget. B, I have a $100,000 budget, for example. Um, in regards to the $100,000 budget, you know, I'm, I definitely could bring a lot of people to work on set, right? I could get very nice locations for the film. Uh, I can make it look rich. Um, but I can do the same exact film with $30,000. But here's the difference. You have multiple people working on multiple things. So that, that, that happens as well. And that's where a lot of the stress happens too, you know, on set. Cause it's like, Hey, bring this, Hey, bring that. And everyone's doing the same thing, kind of uh, helping each other, you know, because it's all a team. Right. Uh, but you gotta, again, it comes down to passion. If the person you have on your set has multiple responsibilities, they, they're not here for the money. They're here because they love making films. And is that, I mean, I'm not saying you get to choose every single staff member, but, um, or maybe you do, but does, is that one of the biggest things to creating a successful filming session and sequence whenever you guys are, um, you know, as a group, you're making, you're trying to make this happen. You know, like Absolutely. I, I know that not everyone, you know, in the credits, of course, a lot of people get credit, but there's some people that their name doesn't even pop up, but they had an incredible role for making every single scene go about flawlessly and making sure, you know, nothing, nothing goes wrong. But is that one of the biggest things to look for as in creating a team aspect where everyone's there for the same purpose? Absolutely. And that, that really shows in your film, because if you have different people coming and working on different, you know, let's just say I have two cinematographers, not cinematographers, that usually doesn't happen, but let's just say I have gaffers and electricians and grip. I, I have different, uh, for example, people coming in different day. That plays a huge role and it will show in your film that something is off. Something is not, it's, it's, it doesn't flow right. You need to have every single person, every well, not every day, but whatever the film's you know schedule is, every day that you film, the same people have to be there. The same energy, positive energy has to be there because things can get really challenging, just like we mentioned, and you need to have a proper team. A lot of times also, sometimes you, you work on a certain film, but you um for example like you may have worked with someone that you really enjoy um you know working with and you want to bring them on set again and again and again but you got to make sure that 
that person is fit for the genre of the film. Because if he's not, if he or she is not, then that's going to show in the film. So it's very difficult. Absolutely. It's very difficult. And so with, I guess, with films that you've done, I mean, like All I See, Checkmate on Ice, you've had to have gotten these ideas from somewhere. You know, you you must have, I don't know if it's just you or, but but at the same time, like these films that you've been a part of, that you've had a, you know, a large role in making it happen in a sense, what what's inspired you the most in the sense of coming up with those ideas? That's a great question. Um, every film has a different inspiration. Um, like I said, some of them have to do with um, personal stories and some of them have to do with actual stories that are real life experiences, um, you know, uh, from your friends or your family and people you know. Um, Broken Soul is uh, definitely based on a true story in a way. Um, I've, uh, of course, um, I, I've, I've known that person and that person has inspired me a lot uh, up until today. And that's, that's one of the main, main things why I wanted to, you know, create that and for the world to see. Um, Checkmate on Ice was actually inspired by my father because, um, he was actually an immigrant as well. And, you know, he was a professional soccer player back in Armenia. He came to the United States, you know, to try to build a better future. You know, the actual immigrant story you get from everywhere. But, you know, everyone has their own purpose and everyone has their own goal. Uh, and I've played hockey, you know, for a very long time now. And I thought, you know, that's a nice touch to um, a film that we can, you know, create. Um, a nice touch, um, a modification, just like I was mentioning before. Um, in regards to all I see, I am not much of a horror uh, person, but I do have to be honest, after working with George, um, he has gotten me into horror and we have built chemistry over the years. So it's I do have experience with that in that field because in I've I've started you know working with him and who, I started who, to who is George again? George is so George Pilafjan. He's one of the cinematographers and one of the directors like I've worked with. Um, the funny thing is I brought him into uh, drama and he got me into horror. So you'll you'll definitely see. All I see in broken the broken soul, we both worked on it together. Um, so we built chemistry together, and you know we we enjoy working together and creating films. Um, but back to the inspiration, I just to kind of wrap things up. You know, again, people get it from different different people. You know, you get inspired by different people in your in this world, and uh, you just want to throw it out there and make sure that people are aware of these things because some of these things are sensitive topics and it's very important for it to be addressed because it happens on a daily basis and 
just by having modifying the storyline and and making it into a movie is what's really going to be the whole entertaining aspect of the film um and that's how you're going to get your audience to to watch and and learn something well that that inspired me right now i, I want to go make something right now too. <laughs> <laughs> but um i mean with all the films that you've done I mean, just to get it right, I'll just list the you've you've won many awards. I mean, there's no way around it. It's you you won many awards. You you know you've won best drama, best actor, best narrative film, uh, dude. So best actor in a thriller, best horror, best actor again. So many and also so many nominations. I uh, you know, and I get inspired by just seeing that. I I love that you know you see some sort of benefit to whatever you're doing, some sort of result. Uh, not that I know you're not doing it for those reasons, but at a certain time when you get highlighted for what you've done, I'm sure it feels amazing, but I mean, we've only seen it. We've only seen it from our, you know, our couches watching it on TV as in getting it and then saying a speech and all that. But what does it feel like when you get awarded for a film like that? When what's that feeling like? It's a feeling I can't describe really because it's like all your hard work kind of pays off kind of a feeling like that when you know that your film is being appreciated by jury members, committees, festivals, the audience, you really appreciate that. And, and that's the, that's what you want to hear really. And, you know, it's those wins and nominations that kind of when it starts rallying up, then, you know, you know, you're doing the right thing. You know, you're really making a good film, but again, ultimately you'll have, you know, people who don't like it naturally. And, and that's totally fine because that's how, that's how everything is in this world. But believe it or not, it's it, that's what kind of inspires you to, keep it going, you know, to build something bigger. Because if you, if you do um, watch the films, you could definitely the entire, when I look at my other film, though, I'm going to be honest. When I look at my other film, I'm going to go like, man, this looks horrible. This, I don't want to see this again. You know, you want, for example, check made on ice. I don't want to talk about it. You know, people, even people, you know, talk about it and say, Oh, check made on ice. You know, they hype it up and, and hey, let's watch whatever. But the moment I produce it, the moment it gets premiered, any anytime after that, I kind of don't want to look at it. And the reason for that is because the work that you look at, what you've done, does not satisfy you. And that's that's just going to be a feeling that's going to keep going and going and going. Every single film, you're going to look back and say, I don't like it. I don't, don't talk about it. I don't like it. So I want, you constantly want to become better. You want to improve. Uh, and that's the whole mentality in, in this world. You know, whatever you do, uh, you always want to get better and better and better because that's just the nature. And, and that's what's kind of, kind of going to make you different from all the others in that certain specific industry. So what, for young film filmmakers that 
you know, they're just starting out or they're doing some sort of film, they're doing YouTube or whatever it is. Uh, what, what advice would you give them in the sense of, you know, or perspective you would ask them to keep in mind when being in this industry, which is like, you know, it's, it's in so many forms now because media's, you know, a thought it could be in a form of a TikTok or it could be in a form of a, a long hour and a half movie of telling a story or doing something. Uh, what would you, what advice would you give for someone in the, you know, in 2021 during these times? You know, I, I think the most important advice is if you really love something and you have the passion for something, stick to it, grab onto it. Don't let it go. You know, if you're really hungry for something, you'll, you will make it happen. You have no choice, right? You have no choice. That's what you have to do. There's no looking back once you start something. So it's very important to think about it. Think about it and make sure that, you know, this is something you, you enjoy doing. And once you have made your decision, stick to it. Just never give up. Never give up. It's going to get very challenging. But keep it going you you def i, I do want to say um you know you have a great idea you have a great story you have something you want to share with the audience and, and the you know this world you know make it happen and i'll tell you how though whatever it is whatever idea you have don't give up you know try to look for people you know who are on the same page as you it's super important to get a team together the first thing is People, there's um, so many people like you out there and you'll be surprised. You just got to find the right people and bring them together that you share the same, same, um, you know, you're, you, all you guys are on the same boat pretty much. And you guys want to do something you guys want to create. That's how I started. You know, finding those people and coming up with plots, coming up with ideas, working together as a team to try to make it happen. Of course, speaking logistically, it's very, it's quite difficult right now, especially with, you know, everybody has finances, whether it's school, whether, you know, it's your job, um, you know, especially the, the pandemic um, for most people wasn't, it wasn't good. And there's I understand it it's really hard and that's why um at this time it's come to a stop uh, for a lot of for a lot of filmmakers um but it will pick up so it's uh you it requires patience uh you got to be patient and um you just got to keep going that's amazing man I and just hearing that for me like right now I'm just listening and watching you say that i i can feel that i could feel that perspective inside of me right now because of you know you start out you're trying to just put out ideas you're trying to but also at the same time you have other responsibilities you also have other things to worry about you can't just live on an island make as much stuff as you want you know this this and that especially if you have other responsibilities on you which and the patience the never giving up that's that's one thing that because if you do, it's over. Like there's like that idea that you had tomorrow, it's gone. It's like 
tomorrow that that thing that could have i don't know like gone viral or whatever like or given you some sort of presence in the community that you're trying to be in and to flip the script what what's in who's been the most inspiring filmmaker to you when it comes to whenever you're making your your own films you know, you know i get that a lot i uh, i get that a lot and i gotta be honest with you i can't pinpoint one artist out there there's just so many talented individuals and professionals out there that really do play a huge you know impact on me and and the entire in this entire world um whether you know because um I, because i i worked on different you know um roles in the film industry you know acting uh, producing directing writing you know for each component it's a separate individual it's a separate whole you know different chapter or a separate group of people that inspire me i unfortunately cannot pinpoint to one i always get this question but i will not pinpoint one there's just so many talented individuals out there of course um wow no i get i get it i get it keep it humble you don't want to give out too many names right now but you're not joking but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um if i was this is a question that i had because i've you know because i've watched a lot of films a lot of movies from the 80s 90s early 2000s and you know sometimes i ask myself is it could i just like how you were saying earlier how could i modify it so that you know it fits something that i would want or you know ha has there been anything recently that or in general just any film scene or movie scene that you've seen and you're like man i wish i had the opportunity to change it um um yeah naturally um absolutely absolutely um you know as a filmmaker uh see coming from a film coming from an audience perspective let me get to that first absolutely absolutely there's a lot of films and and shows that you know from the audience perspective that i would like to change for example game of thrones but <laughs> but um from a filmmaker's perspective when you do see it from a different eye um you don't really know exactly what's been happening behind the curtains unless you're actually part of that film or unless you've actually seen a documentary of how they're creating. But from a filmmaker's perspective, it, it, you know, it's just super important to appreciate value and, you know, give props to what they did because filmmakers are always supporting each other. A true filmmaker learns you know we learn from each other we motivate each other we inspire each other and and that's that's how the community should be so coming from a filmmaker's eye you know you do you do give props uh, you do um you do see that hard work and you do you do appreciate all that so and you're, the, you're okay with that ending right. you know you gotta you gotta accept what that filmmaker's uh, perspective was during that time right I mean, I, I agree with you. you. You have to accept it. But sometimes, so, like, okay, for example, like Lost. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, 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 like, the ending of that, right? 
that was I understood it. I understood where he he came from, what was going on. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I would have done the same exact thing. I feel like. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. I agree with you on that. Well, just to be just to be clear here, I, I from an audience perspective, I did not like the ending. Oh, man. OK. Of the law of loss. Right, right, right. I didn't. And, and uh, you know, but I was, you know, I, I you learn you learn different things, you know. I respect the ending in the sense that from the filmmaker's eye, you mm-hmm. know, you know, if that's what you thought, maybe I didn't understand what, what you, what you were going for. You know, you gotta be, you, you gotta be kind of careful with that because sometimes a lot of times this happens a lot and people don't understand the, you know, the moral or the actual story of the, of the film and they say, Oh, wow, this was stupid. You know, I didn't like it and I would have done it differently. But it happens to me a lot. And I always sit and think about it. You you sit and think about it. Why did it end this way? What, why would the audience, I mean, why would the writer be trying to portray a certain scene like this or kind of end things off like this? Right. You think about it. You might not find the answer, but you'll definitely have a couple of alternatives why so that's the whole aspect of kind of as a filmmaker you accept and and you you respect the the artist's work wow yeah see man i that's i understand you though like respecting someone else who's in the same art form as you you there's a sort of appreciate even though you wouldn't do it exactly how they would they had the inspiration at the time and that's what they wrote. That's what, um, like, there's a lot of people that I've met two, two to three people. Like there's a series called Cobra Kai and it's just a resurrection of the old karate kid series. And there, you know, a couple of them went and said, man, it's, it's like, it's horrible how they did it. This, this, and that I'm like, have you like, have you lost your, I'm talking about just as an audience member, like, have you lost your mind? But at the same time, it's I understand where they're coming from as well. Like not everyone sees the same way. Not everyone sees what the the authors, I mean the sorry, the the directors and everyone was going for at the time. What's been your favorite moments from being on set, being an actor? Especially, I mean, what is it like being an actor when like you know, you're doing your you're you're playing your role as that as well like what are your favorite moments from each part that you've played uh when on set yeah for sure um well I'll, I'll, i could get i i could get detailed with one of my films some of my films but overall there's like generally speaking there's uh, certain scenes that um that is just it turns out to be really fun like to actually play it out and act it out and you do you get a couple of takes and and you laugh on set and and you know and you're recording all this so when 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 it hits the editing room uh you're looking at those things and you're going like wow we had fun we had fun and that's the most important thing you need to have fun because if you're not having fun then you're not doing you're so, you're not doing something right it's it's forced mm-hmm. so that's uh just kind of getting detailed with checkmate on ice without giving any spoilers 
It's kind of hard. See, it's kind of hard. Uh, but definitely some of the ice scenes were very, very exciting because um, you, ha you have a lot of uh, action in there. So shooting the action scenes from, you know, having, having to film that in different angles, doing the same thing over and over again, but different angles. Um, it could be, that part could be kind of uh, challenging, trying to keep it consistent, but it, it overall, the ice scenes were fantastic. We had, we had, we had a blast. Uh, regarding, all I see was probably one of my other ones that I worked with. And you might, you might, this, this one's not a spoiler. You will see it in the trailer. There is a part where I, I kind of grab the doctor nice and I go like, you don't understand. And I'm yelling <laughs> on the top of my lungs. We're in danger. And, and, and the first time I actually did that, he, he wasn't expecting me to yell at him like that and grab him and almost choke him. And, and, and he got scared. He, he got scared. The, the doctor, um and it was funny because you know he didn't expect it and it it, it just it's those little moments that you remember and when you look back at that scene you start laughing you're like wow we had a blast you know we did this so it's it's stuff like that that counts you know uh when you look back you appreciate all this you know all the stuff you've done you've appreciated the people you've had on set and you know you actually appreciated your own time you appreciated the entire process because you did it for a good reason and those memories stick with you those absolutely those are the memories that they keep building they keep putting it so that you know you can keep going and things start to fall into place when you're having fun like you said absolutely absolutely Little things that make a difference, and and those are those are the memories that kind of keep going. You've you've put on many hats whenever it comes to being on set, but what is it like being in the actor's chair? What is it actually like? Do you have cue cards behind the 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 camera going on? Is like what what exactly is it like being in that uh being in that role? Like, do you have to memorize lines? Like, what? How does it work? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, coming in from actor's side, you have to know your lines in and out. You know, you can't be changing words just because, you know, you know, it works better for you at times. That might work if the director is OK with that. But most of the times that's not going to happen. There's a reason why the writer chose those words. And usually throughout that time, they want you to stick with those words. Um, with that being said, um, there's also a reason why you want to stick with those is because you have to try to keep it consistent throughout the film. Um, you, you will be shooting different angles. You will be having different takes and you want to make sure that the way you perform remains exactly the same in every single take, because then the editor is just going to be cussing you out if he can't fit anything together just because you decided to do it's your lines uh, right let's go here. come on <laughs> let let's go gary come on pick it up <laughs> exactly so with that being said you want to make sure that you know you know your lines in and out and there are no cubes unfortunately mm. you're gonna have to know them um but the way you act now the way you act could could sometimes change the director's taste 
sometimes the director is looking for a certain way an actor, you know, a character is supposed to be. But sometimes it happens that on set, um, it just naturally, the character comes out in a different way. And sometimes the director likes that and he sticks to it. Uh, he or she sticks to it. And that's why um, certain times, you know, you, it just, you have to make sure that, you know, everything that you do is real. From an actor's side, you got to get into that zone and make sure that everything you do is believable. You got to keep it, keep it real. Just like, just like you hear it out there. Well, like with your love for ice hockey and been, you've been playing, you even played a part in that, you know, you went and you made checkmate on ice. What was it like bringing that love to a screen reality? You know, you know, the thing is, uh, I, when you speak to, I've actually had, um, I spoke to a couple of film critics and, and judges and, um, and, um, it's, it's always good to hear, you know, when, when they really like the meaning of the film and the story, but, you know, everybody has an, has a different opinion, of course, naturally, but what kind of, in my opinion, well, not in my opinion, this is, this is something that even if the person didn't like it, I've actually gotten a comment saying, even though I was not a fan of the film. I wasn't crazy about it. I still saw the passion and love towards hockey. And that's something that a lot of people see. And ultimately, it doesn't have to be hockey. For, for example, for the audience, for the, whoever is watching, it doesn't have to be. That's just a, that's just a modification, an example just placed in, in, in that storyline to tell the story, but it could really be anything. Whatever you do, whatever you pursue, whatever you have passion for, you just gotta keep it going. Love what you do, be positive about it, share it with others, make an impact, do good, change the society. And that's the entire, entire meaning behind why I make films. I enjoy, I love, I have the passion for it, and I constantly want to improve and become better and better and better. And that's the whole idea for everyone. Man, thank you. Thank you for those inspiring words, man. I'm sure everyone listening watching is like is being mind bottled right now with all that and i think it would be a great place to end off this episode and i would love to have you on in the near future again but this is just as it is it's always an introduction and that second time you come on is where it feels like someone's coming back home so i appreciate you coming on gary um in the near future we'll we'll be working again i i'm sure of that Absolutely. Uh, Hachik, thank you for, you know, having me here on your podcast. It, it was a pleasure being here and I had fun. And for those viewers, you know, thank you for watching. And uh, if any of you have questions, you know, please 
um, hit me up. Uh, I'll be more than happy to answer and and even join with you on project if you'd be interested. Mm-hmm.